Two Girls, One Podcast is made possible by you, the listeners. And if you love the internet as much as we love talking about it, consider supporting us on Patreon. A lot of work and time go into research, recording, editing, and distributing this show. Contributing even one or two dollars per month is huge in offsetting our production costs. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash 2G1P. We'll keep making the show no matter what. But your support allows us to make it even better. Thank you so much for listening. And, and enjoy, enjoy the, the show. show. You're listening to Two Girls, One Podcast, a daily dog show. It's kind of like the Joe Rogan experience, but with slightly more MMA content. Seriously, I wish I had a nickel for every time these ladies talk about cage fighting. And now here are your mixed martial artists, Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Damula. Everybody, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls One Podcast, where we talk to people behind the posts. People of the internet. Hello. Uh, so, if you want to know who we are, you might know if you listen to some other episodes. We'll tell you anyway. We have a live show, a comedy show called Blogologues, where we perform the internet like a script. We'll take Reddit threads, Craigslist posts, uh, treat it as if it were a script with no indication of stage directions, but we just go for it with full-on characters, costumes, light, sound. Um, we've been doing that for a long ass time. Blah, like lawyers. Like so, lawyers. Yeah. Uh, so we were doing this. It's a stage show. Everyone's like, where can I see it online? You can't. It's real life. I know it's a difficult concept nowadays. So then we did create a web series. It's called Two Girls, One Show. You can find it on hoohaha.com. <laughs> and in that web series, we actually go and meet the people behind the posts. And then we go on scripted shenanigans. From there, we develop Two Girls, One Podcast, which is just the interview portions. So every and week. And some shenanigans. And they're unscripted. So every week we find um, something fascinating on the internet, and then we contact the writer, moderator, whatever it is, and we do an interview. And today's episode it's is delightful. Fairly not delightful, but fairly wholesome. I think delightful, guys. Ugh. Yeah, wholesome. It's it's wholesome. Yeah. If you have been afraid to listen to this podcast at work, <laughs> you might be able to today. Yeah, you might actually be able to fucking listen to this podcast Please, out loud. sabotaging them and their jobs. I'm sorry. If you get fired you because of this podcast, headphones. let us know. No, we'll- don't do that. Don't do that. And we are not responsible. Make good choices. <laughs> wear headphones. That's true. Yeah, always Listen wear to us, but with headphones. Practice safe podcasting. Yes, Practice little AirPods. podcasting. Yeah. Um, well, today we're looking at bug Facebook. And I know it sounds like I'm saying bug face. But I'm saying bug Facebook. So Matt told us about this. But then the problem was I kept trying to find stuff about bug Facebook. And I just got all these Google searches about how to fix bugs <laughs> on within Facebook. Facebook. But we're talking about literal bugs. Like, you know, Like apparently Beatles, bug ants, lovers have found a spiders. huge enthusiastic home on Facebook. And if you don't believe us, go to your Facebook right now. Type into the search bar. So many spiders. Any kind of bug. (laughs) Like just type the word spider and you'll see what we're talking about. No, but like really specific kinds of spiders too. But like every every fucking bug apparently has its own like fan club page with thousands of celebrities on Facebook. Followers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) we should start tweeting us different spider personalities. Yeah. Hey, do spiders have personalities? Oh, apparently that was a big debate actually on bug Facebook or over scientifically giving... whether or not they have personalities, but also what is a personality and wouldn't you call it a spiderality? 
Oh, an arachnality? <laughs> well, you had to go get an electuary. <laughs> no, that's true. That's what it'd be called. People ask if they have personality. Like, what does that mean? I like, know. Like, they have behaviors. Well, but... we'll have to ask our guest because apparently she wrote about this debate over whether or not okay. spiders have personalities. So that's something we okay. can investigate today. Yes, indeed. Relationship to, to bugs. Generally, what are your feelings about <laughs> bugs? So I lived in New York for many, many years. Yeah. I had way too many bug roommates over the years. Bugs <laughs> came into my home. I think I fear that I am made of pesticides now, insecticides. Oh. I am I know how I die. I have cancer from the number of insecticides that I have inhaled and sprays. Yeah. And I know that's depressing, but it is also true. It's so you, bugs it, get yeah. the fuck out of my life. If you're a New Yorker, you have to have a pretty challenging relationship with bugs just because we Roaches all specifically and we all fear bed bugs, I think. Oh at, my which is God, that is my biggest life fear. Yeah. I survived a decade in New York without bed bugs. I know you did. I, I've never had them, knock on all of the wood right now. Um, Matt, have you ever dealt with bed bugs? No, I live in the suburbs, so. Mm. I, you don't get I, them out here. No. I recently was doing some investigating into bed bugs, and apparently, Baltimore is the number one bed bug city. Really? Mm -hmm. It's disgusting. New York is like number four. San Francisco's number 10. Oh. Mm -hmm. I just want to go where they don't exist. Apparently is for New York... a while they were eradicated completely. Is New York number one? No, Baltimore's number oh, one. Oh, sorry. Is I New York... <laughs> Jen, are you even listening? I just asked myself that question. And no, I'm not. Um, is New York number two? New York was like number four. I just, I just said no. that. No. Did you say that too? And then San Francisco was 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Matt, can you just cut this part? <laughs> I think it's pretty funny, though. I Wait, was, so Jen, Jen, I have a question. What were you thinking about just now? When I, was I was having talking? a whole dialogue with myself in well, my head. I don't mind that you weren't listening to me when I talk, because was, as we all know, I talk a lot. I'm just wondering what, what it was, was I, that you were, were you? thinking about. Where were you? I was thinking, I was, you know what I really was thinking about? Yeah, I want to know. I had a gross thought that I, I don't want to hear say that. I, you, well, now it's too late. Wait, wait, you, wait, wait. Before we get into the gross thought. Yeah. Was New York number one? Honestly, I, I think it was four, but I know it was Baltimore was number one and San Francisco was like ten and New York was in the it was in the it was near I think it was four. You said the thing about me. You said Baltimore and then my mind went to crabs, which we've <laughs> talked about recently in regards to Baltimore because you're from there and you know yeah. all about crabs. And then I was thinking about bed bugs and crabs, and that's so oh, gross to think gross. about. And then I was like, are they somehow related? Like does one cause the other to thrive? I don't know. That was my thought, and then I lost what Do you're saying. They live saying. in harmony. <laughs> Do they probably? Um wow. Okay, so bed bugs. Yes, we're conditioned to hate bugs in New York City. Well, it's not that you're conditioned to hate them. It's just like I do, I want them to respect my space. Yeah, we and don't want to live amongst them. During my time in New York, they did not respect my space. Actually, I want to do a little bit of a disgusting PSA. Mm. Tell me. Pantry moths. Nobody fucking knows about them. They are the bed bugs of the kitchen. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was one of the worst things. Do they have a Facebook group? <laughs> they probably do. But actually, I think people need to know about them because the problem is they're teeny tiny, right? So I was in my kitchen one day. I saw a teeny little moth flying around. I thought, okay, that's weird. The window had been open. So I closed the window. No big deal. Next day, there are like three. And I'm like, huh, that's odd. And I, sorry, bug lovers, but I, I murdered them. Mm -hmm. And. 
And then I was like, okay, that was odd. But like, obviously that's done. Next day, they're like 15. <laughs> no. And then they're like 30. No. And then there are little caterpillars on the kitchen walls. I mean, it was wow. horrible and it happened so fast. And then I start Googling. Mm-hmm. And of course, Reddit. Also, Reddit has been the answer to all of my bug woes. People are going to think me. I'm disgusting after this podcast. But I, over the course of 10 years in Manhattan, had a lot of different bug problems. But the thing I want to say about pantry malls, because honestly, Tell people me. need to know about it. So then I went on Reddit. I found a Reddit page. And then it was like... Pantry mobs, act fast, beware. They were like, as soon as you see one, you need to get A, B, C, D, E, F, G because they multiply so quickly. And it turns out they live in grains and they can come in just like bed bugs where like you bring something in, you don't realize there's some tiny fucking larva or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they spread so fast and you basically have to trash everything in your kitchen. I mean, it was it was did you trash everything? And yes. And then like bed bugs, they they come back like you have to like the extermination process uh, it was terrible it was terrible so anyway PSA if you see a tiny white moth in your kitchen don't just think this is no big deal because they're going to take over your kitchen and they're very I was ordering so much stuff on the internet to get rid of them I wasn't bringing food in for Mm -hmm. like a month I mean it was like really bad Mm -hmm never even heard of that exactly I no one's heard of it happened. and then yeah. when you do google it people are like oh my god they're the bed bugs of food they're horrible mm. because it's also not just like you spray them and they go away you have to have all these treatments done to your kitchen like it was you gave me really okay, good what, advice what i think it was from reddit i had a I think i know what this one i had is. a spider <laughs> bite one time i looked it up and it was clearly a spider bite and i thought maybe it was when i was sleeping at night a little spider came and bit me so you told me to uh what was it um those lemon scented like yep, lemon pledge wipes uh, disinfectant wipes if you wipe around the foot of your bed mm-hmm. apparently spiders in particular or something like won't uh-huh. cross over that yeah so i was getting bit at night this was another story people are just gonna think i'm so gross but psa all over the place it's people should know living in new york city guys oh my god it's Thank wonderful god i don't live really there anymore thank fucking god okay so i was getting bit at night but i knew that it wasn't bed bugs because i was freaking out and doing my research and bed bugs do have very telltale signs apparently with like there's fucking blood and you can see bodies I mean, it's horrible but anyway <laughs> it's a battlefield it's a battlefield no oh, really bad. oh my god but uh spider bites are really specific my arm was really swelling and it was terrible but when i would tell my building manager they like didn't believe me like one of my building managers at one point was like sometimes we think something's there and i was like oh my <laughs> fucking god i'm getting bites and so they sent the exterminator it i was still getting bit they sent the exterminator like three times i'm still getting bit which also means again i'm living in chemicals and then finally i went on reddit and reddit said I don't know if it's true, if it's, well, I mean, it did work, but I don't know if scientifically if this is accurate, but apparently uh, citrus uh-huh. feels like glass on spider's legs. So we could actually ask our guest this. So it said if you wipe down the windowsills that the spiders will not come in. And so literally I wiped down around the bed with lemon pledge wipes and never had a problem again. Mm. Yeah. PSA, beware pantry moths and wipe if you ever get getting bit by spiders. Spider Do not deal with all the exterminators. It's just citrus. <sighs> Guys, we're getting really like, Ugh, we're down on bugs right now, though. But we want to celebrate dark bugs time today. of my life. Do I don't any... want to celebrate them. I have too much PTSD. Do you have any celebratory bug experiences? Can we talk about frogs? No, they're not. No, bugs. we're talking about bugs. <laughs> I know, but I <laughs> just. It sounds like bugs, just, but it's not a bug. <laughs> I just wanted to go a different well, direction. Well, we're talking about bugs invading your apartment and your, Ugh, your home. And, and then, Jen, you go out to the wilderness mm-hmm. and bugs there are like no big. Yeah, if no I go big. to the wilderness, if, if I go to their territory, 
fine. And I expect them to perhaps be mad that I'm in their territory, but don't come into my home. Yeah. They, they were you, here first. Have you guys seen, you've seen stink bugs. You get stink bugs in the burbs, Matt? Uh, I'm aware of them, but I don't think so. Oh, are those the, my, I think my, they're like really dumb. They're really dumb. <laughs> my they, family calls them dumb bugs. They look prehistoric yes, when you see yes, them. Yes, they're yes. like the size of your thumbnail and they look like they're wearing like a tank on their back. We're talking about roly polies? They they might be called roly polies. Yeah, they all have different names. Uh, and they they like they fly through the air and oh, then they'll just like no, they bang what into they do? things. What do they do? What is that? Different things. And then cool. they just like cool. they they don't even like land. They like hit up against them and then fall to the ground. They are really dumb, but they're everywhere. They're all over the burbs. Recently, I was up at the farm as you guys know. Yeah, they're all over to. my parents' house. They were everywhere, and and the girl I was with said, "I hope you don't mind, but there there are a lot around." And I was like, "Whatever." Well, what's funny is she's like, "I hope you don't mind, like." You don't have a choice. <laughs> don't have a choice. But that's the thing. Being in the country, I didn't mind. And like one landed yeah. on me at one point when I was sleeping and I woke up. Normally, I would have freaked the fuck out. But like I you just accept it in yeah, certain it's circumstances. Right. It's where they're supposed yeah. to be or not supposed to be. And they're not supposed to be where I pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for these bugs. And, and they're not paying rent. Uh, well, that's If you want to be my roommate and live in my apartment, that's okay. Um, Pay me rent. Speaking about that, wasn't there a show on MTV in the 90s about the roach motel? Or, like Joe the roach. Like, yeah, what he was, was like, that? He was like a, a human-sized roach who lived in a motel or something. Or Are we talking it? about Kafka? <laughs> also that. But there was a show about like a human-sized I thought it was, oh, uh, I thought it was bug? a guy who lived there and he was befriended. By, by the roaches? Maybe. Yeah, there's a guy with roach friends. But that who was that funny. actor? He's These are all big, 80s movies, right? Big, 80s movies always have weird plots. Oh, we I thought it was an MTV up. show, but maybe not. No, I think you're right. I think okay. you're right. But I'm um, seeing his face and I can't It's like Jerry O'Connell. Yes, Jerry O'Connell. It was Jerry O'Connell? Yes, yes, yes. I don't remember the name of the show. We'll, I don't we'll know what's it. happening. We'll I saw him in a cafe recently. Yeah. We were yeah, we were both waiting for our espressos. <laughs> seems like a cool. He's, he's, he's doing uh, well. <laughs> he's good on uh, Billions. Billions is a great oh, show on yeah, Showtime. Yeah. Really good. All sidebar. Right. Well, all right, sidebars. Another um, thing I gotta watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to There's think if I have any things. other positive bug experiences. You all know that a bug ate my chameleon. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, had, that's true. I had a roach friend when I first moved into my apartment that came in the moving boxes, uh, but I waited. You, you brought the roach in. I with brought you. the roach friend Got in. It. I waited so long. He had no food or water because there was nothing in the apartment that one day I threw a newspaper at it and it just fell to the ground like it had died on its Wait, own. you let you it live him. with you for a while and you starved him? That was your tactic to get rid of the roach? Yeah, well, I tried to kill it a few times, but apparently they multiply a few... Can't, like right like can't like their eggs spread i don't know something apparently if you smash a roach uh, guys i don't know let's go to reddit and find out what are you talking about <laughs> what do you mean you're worried if you smash it that it would multiply i yeah not How? like not like become other bugs but if it had eggs inside of it that the that i don't know i don't know jen God. plays the long game she's like i could <laughs> smash you now or i could starve you for six months and then it also how do you starve days. it it's a roach it'll find it she wasn't, just didn't buy food it wasn't she a, ate out every day it wasn't a tactic it took about two weeks and then i threw a newspaper at it and it just fell to the ground <laughs> and then i plunged so it gave up. Yeah. gave up well speaking of bugs uh, it's disgusted. time to take a break but before we do that, we're going to have bug trivia. Bug, bug trivia. Bug trivia. Oh, Today. you know what are really cool Venus flytraps? Yeah. Also a plant. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, but no, what do they eat? What do they eat? What? Bugs. Yeah. Okay, cool. got it. Okay, cool Glad story. we're on the same page. 
Today we're talking about actual insects on the internet in these Facebook groups, Bug Facebook, but I'm going to take it on back to bugs on the internet, software bugs, a different kind of bug. All right. right, the kind of bug I kept finding when I tried to research this. Which is hilarious. <laughs> in 2009, a man discovered a bug in a video poker machine that let him play back winning hands of poker at 10 times the original value. So he would go to the machine, he'd see the winning hand, he'd exploit this software vulnerability, and then he would win tons of cash. So he went around Vegas and he would just do this on every machine. He told his friend about it in Pennsylvania and he went to the Pennsylvania casinos and his friend won $400,000. Both men were arrested on computer and wire fraud charges. Those are federal hacking charges, but they were never convicted. How did their lawyer get them off? Good lawyer, good lawyer. Good Good trivia, okay. The choices are A, The lawyer cited a loophole in the machine's terms of service, so there was something you had to read before playing the game. B, he argued that his clients were legally entitled to push any combination of buttons they wanted. They were just playing the game and your machines were flawed, so fuck yourselves. C, he offered a settlement in which they would pay back half of the money that they had won by cheating. Wow. I'm going with B. B, that the lawyer was like, they just played the games, that's your problem. (laughs) I don't know. You know what? I'm going with A. Terms of service. Terms of service. Terms of service to us. How would you prove that they exploited it? Because they won that many times, and you're like, this could only, they were exploiting it. Right. Well, it's interesting, right, because counting cards is, is that illegal, or you just get kicked out of the casino if you're doing that? I'm not sure. Um, I feel like that information would really help me right now. This is, um, it's different from counting cards, because cards, you're just keeping track of what's on the table, and you're doing your, 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 your activating your math brain to, like, give you the best odds. Activate math brain! This is different, because these guys saw that the machine was broken, like, there was there was an issue and then they would just keep doing that thing that would win them cards they weren't they were cheating at the game but the game was set up broken in a way so if that makes any sense the game was meant to be played was, that way right it was meant for cheating mm-hmm. i'm going with terms of service i'm gonna go with b what was it again? <laughs> that the lawyer was like they were just playing they were just playing they're just and pushing buttons it's not their it's not their fault yeah let's go with b okay let's just try it we will find out the correct answer after the break after the break after the break <laughs> Established beehive inside of piano on porch. Free to first to take it. If this ad is up, it's still available. It's a working vintage silver toned organ. If that's of any importance to anyone, and the bees have been identified as. Okay, I would get it. I'm actually looking for a piano. Same. Really? Are you upright? Yes. I I'm I'm gonna go towards electric, but okay. Wait, but you know what? Um, a beehive. So is there like honeycomb in this? (laughs) Yeah, you get honey and a piano. Yeah, because you. I mean, and also honeybees—they're like endangered, right? You can't get them out of the piano, like right. Right. But I, I have. 
have a friend who is a beekeeper, and we we know two beekeepers. We know, yeah, we know a few beekeepers. But Ian, one of my besties, is he is a beekeeper. So they make professionally, like, or does he dabble? Like, no, is no, that like his in his job? backyard. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, is that? Yeah. Can you do that professionally full time? Oh, maybe on a farm sure. or something. Yeah, maybe I don't on a farm. Know. But, but so he keeps honeybees, and it would actually be like super cool maybe and like hipster if you had a piano in your yard and it yes. was just your honey beehive. yeah yeah totally. but you could never play it right. and you, so <laughs> yeah sad. you'd also never be able to like she said it was a good condition but uh. ha- honey beehives it's like these trays right filled with combs so i don't really know like any of piano? that would work you have to smoke that shit out isn't there like <laughs> smoke involved i don't know yeah. i don't know i, I, don't I just know. like this idea of like you're playing a scale do 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 you just hit that <laughs> note and then, like, where you're you hit the hive and the attacked. hammer hits the hive and oh, you get attacked god my although bees are fascinating with the queen bee and the whole hierarchy and everything and how yeah. they serve her our friend judy is a beekeeper she's mm-hmm. an artist too and i was at her studio one time and she said oh i actually keep these hives up on the roof of this gallery building okay i was so with you oh oh my god you were <laughs> we did this all the time where we tell the story <laughs> and then we're like oh you were you there were with you me? were there yes but you, it yes. was it was nighttime right and we went up on the roof because i think oh, I no went i twice. went up once during the day and you were there too i went the first time by myself okay. with her at night and we went up and uh this you, is in new york in new york so okay. we were in chelsea mm-hmm. you could see the empire state building the new yorker sign all lit up and then you're on a roof and you're surrounded by like six beehives and you can hear them like mm. l- a low buzz. I, hundreds of bees, if not thousands. Yeah. We got up on the roof and she's like, you're going to be fine. As soon as I stepped onto the roof, though, I was like, this is fucking scary. Right. <laughs> Only if you disturb them, if they you would disturb be an them. issue, right? Yeah, yeah. I put on a full suit when I visited Ian's bees. <laughs> yeah, there were no suits. <laughs> no, I mean, he had a full suit for me. That's really cool. Do, do you need a special license to keep that? Situation I'm not in sure. New York. She's part of a beekeeper association, so urban beekeepers. Maybe it's that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what the rules are there. That's yeah. really Guys, cool. Just because I need to make everything dirty. Apparently, mm. the first vibrator supposedly was um like bumblebees kept inside of a jar. I think you've said this. You have, this but I I think we googled it or we looked back at it and it was like and Egyptian it times. No, no, no. That, that was it was speculated <laughs> to Egyptian to be vibes. true. It was yeah, yeah, but it was old old school vibes. Yeah, Cleopatra t- <laughs> time. Yeah. All right, guys, who wants to know the trivia answer? I do. All right, sure. (laughs) One out of two. I'm more interested in how I can hack gambling to get $400,000, which I guess this is helping me with that. Yeah, you're getting a little closer. Yeah, it'll help me with the impending lawsuit. (laughs) The question was, two gentlemen, uh, well, they were brought up on hacking charges for exploiting a bug in video poker machines at casinos. Uh, Federal government said, you are hackers, and the lawyer said, nope. Here's why. How'd they get them off? Uh, Jen, you went with answer... B. B, which was that... The lawyer just said, these guys were playing the machines as they existed. That's not a crime. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. I went with terms of service. This lawyer's a badass. He's like, nope, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's an exact lawyer? quote. I don't, the lawyer? I don't know. He did a um, good job. <laughs> <laughs> Allie went with C. Oh, no, I'm sorry. terms of service. A, 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 a. terms a. of service. At the yeah, poker machines. Yeah, you know machines. why? Because I'm baby I. Baby I? Oh. You always pick A. That. <laughs> Maybe that's her tactic. <laughs> that's her strategy. I didn't yeah. pick A last time and I should have. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. True. Uh, the correct answer is B. Oh, oh, that was you Allie's know, gut and you reaction. Know I chose B at first <laughs> and then <laughs> I changed it. So the, the correct strategy here is to just go with whatever go Allie with the gut. says. Go with the gut. Go first. with Allie's gut and then don't listen when she changes <laughs> her right. mind. My personal strategy is go not go with my gut. Oh, okay. Has that served go, you well? Well, this time it did. 
Yes. So it's a new strategy. <laughs> right, but, but there was more to his strategy than that. He wasn't just like, well, they played the game. Go fuck yourself. No, but the legal, ar- <laughs> right, the legal argument was like these machines existed. They did not hack into the code or, or rewire the machines. They simply pushed buttons on the machines in a certain order. Mm-hmm. And why, how could that be a crime? And a, a lower court judge d- uh, threw that away. did not agree. And the higher circuit said, nope, you're right. And these guys are off the hook. You know, interesting, because every now and then a friend will email me like, oh, my God, there's like a bug on Macy's.com and everything is $5. Right. Has this yeah, ever happened to guys? like a really cheap flight or and, something. Yeah, right, and if you right. go order it right then, you don't get in trouble for it. Like the company's like, fuck, yeah. I need to fix this bug. Sure. So I guess it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that? Bugs, bugs, They're bugs, They're just bugs, like bugs, us. Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do this thing uh, on the line. Let's learn about bugs. I want to learn about bugs. We are so excited to have with us Melissa McEwen. She is a freelance writer, spider farmer, software developer, (laughs) and moderator of a pet spider Facebook group. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Great. So tell us the name, uh, the exact name of the bug Facebook group that you moderate. Uh, Jumping Spider Keepers, uh, Pets and Husbandry. And how many uh, people like the page? There's 3,000 members right now. Um, It's an offshoot of the main spider Facebook group, the main Jumping Spider one, which is over 10,000 members. All right. When did your love of spiders begin? When I was a child, I liked to play outside a lot, and I was like kind of a weird kid, so I would hang out with all kinds of bugs and bring them home and get in trouble for it. That Your parents kind of thing. must have loved that. I just yeah. love when bugs are inside my home. No, I don't. Yeah, like, uh, you know, there'd be like containers of bugs hidden under my bed. <gasps> no. Uh, <sighs> did you know at a young age to poke breathing holes, or did you also have a lot of dead bugs around? I think I remember having some accidents, but they were mainly to do with like, I don't know, me being, you know, like not knowing what to do. But I knew about the breathing holes. I'm not saying you're a murderer. I'm just saying in in your youth, what mistakes did you make? Did you also have some strange concoctions and science experiments going on? Oh, God. Yeah, I remember my sister and I would put like stuff we found in the backyard, like herbs and like leaves and stuff into like film film canisters and then put them under the bed, and they would, like, rot, and we'd call it magic potion. So you had this whole ecosystem kind of, like, happening beneath your bed. Yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying. Wow. And did your parents ever discover that? Was that a moment? <laughs> yeah, they would throw them away, and it was sad. So eventually they caught on, and so they knew to check under your bed, right? Yeah. So a lot of kids fear monsters under the bed. You put them there. Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. I want you to know I did a I did a lot of similar experiments that were possibly stranger. <laughs> I want to hear about that some other time. Um, so how did your bug passion and interest develop over the years? Well, um, when I went to college, I studied um, ecological economics. And so I was in an agriculture department. I took some entomology classes. I actually didn't like them very much because, uh, I don't know, I don't really like identifying, like, thousands of different black bugs that look the same or pinning bugs on boards or doing experiments with bugs. I just like looking at them and like saying they're cute and looking at pictures of them and talking about them. So it, it so was, you it realized was not... that your love was a, was a hobbyist love. Yeah, it was a sentimental kind of thing for me. Mm-hmm. So, so you decided not to be a professional bugger. Yes. 
So then how did you grow from there? And at what point did the internet come into play? And specifically, of course, Facebook. Yeah, so, um, you know, I kind of liked taking pictures for my Instagram and stuff. And one day I saw like a really cool spider when I was just walking down the street. And I took a picture of it and I posted it on Instagram. And I usually post pictures of food. And I was a food writer at the time. So obviously nobody liked this picture. And I was really sad. And I was like, well, you know, I'm going to post it somewhere where people appreciate it. So on Facebook, I just searched for jumping spiders because that was the type of spider it was. And I found a whole freaking group with it. And it had like a lot of people. And I posted a picture there and everyone was like, yeah, great spider. And then I was just like hanging out and spider Facebook all the time. I love that you knew that there was a place on the Internet where people would appreciate these things because that is true of the Internet. No matter how obscure you think your thing is, there is a huge audience for it on the Internet. You just have to find that audience. Yeah. And on Reddit, there's a lot of great like bug related subreddits, too. So Facebook and Reddit and Instagram a little bit. I have trouble with Instagram, though, because of how I started out. I I should have just created a separate account for bugs. I think a lot of people have unfollowed me because they wanted to see pictures of delicious food and not pictures of a spider. (laughs) So so you think you should make a second Instagram? For sure. Just for your bug work? Yeah. I don't think it's too late. I believe in you. Yeah. (laughs) I've alienated everybody now, so, you know. We say okay. combine, them. combine them, food and bugs, but eating yeah. bugs. Yeah, the, the small demographic of people who like food and bugs. Well, that was something they I wanted them. to ask you about, actually. I was going to bring it up later, but a lot of people eat bugs as food. What do you think about that? I have done it, and as long as they're not bugs that I like, maybe it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. So, like, as bugs. long as they're not someone's pet. Yeah, I, there's a lot of bugs that are... And plus, they're bugs I don't really like. I don't really like crickets very much or mealworms, and those are most of what I've eaten. Yeah, crickets are the new protein bar. Yeah. Yeah, and also I once had this guacamole with ants on it. Yeah, I'll eat it. I don't think it's very good, though. I I wish it was good. It's supposedly the future or something. It's it's supposedly the future? Yeah, well, because apparently it's a very low-energy way to get high levels of protein. Isn't that correct? Yeah, and and our future dystopia, I I definitely think we'll all be just eating cricket protein I don't even think it's dystopia. People are working on that. That's why they... I tried cricket protein bars. Were you with me, Jen? I feel Um, like you were. I think I was. Yeah, of course I was. Yeah, cricket protein bars. Did you cool. think they were good? I did not think no. they were good. I mean, I prefer Cliff Bars because they're made of sugar. But <laughs> yeah. the, the Cricket Bars are some sugar probably better. <laughs> I probably should switch to crickets. <laughs> and you have currently have um, a pet bug. And I would love to know beyond that, what sort of bugs do people have as pets? And what, what does it mean to have a pet bug? What can you do with a pet bug? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I have a spider. Her name is Little Gray. She's a jumping spider. Um, the species is Phytopus audax, and that's uh, the common name for that is bold jumping spider. And she is about two and a half, which is super old for a jumping spider. So she does almost nothing except for eat. And she's cute, though. I take Sounds like a good life. <laughs> yeah. She just sits around and I give her food and I take some pictures of her. I also have a a beetle that I acquired because I was going to feed her the beetle and she didn't want it. (laughs) What's the beetle's name? Stinky. Fair. Fair. So bugs, if you don't become food, you get to become pets. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I had a cricket too and her name was Sandy and, you know, I was kind of resentful. I was like, well, you know, I'm responsible for this stupid cricket that my spider won't eat, so... 
You know. Do you feel like your pet bugs know you? I don't know. It's really hard to tell. I mean, there's not any research at all in this area about whether or not um, they can recognize humans at all. I'm, I mean, I've worked, I've had a lot of pet jumping spiders in particular. I probably raised like 50 of them. And um, some of them are, I think a lot of the personality is just inborn. Like some of them just have like more tolerant personalities, whereas some are really skittish and freak out when you try to handle them. So, but you know, some of them like they become more calm with age so maybe they learn something about that i'm the food lady or something yeah (laughs) well that brings us to another thing we wanted to talk about which is we read that on the facebook page there was some kind of debate over whether spiders have personalities yeah that was a really heated debate um this one guy was like oh my spider she's so beautiful and she loves me and (laughs) etc and he's very sentimental about it and some guys like Uh, spiders don't love anybody all they care about is food and then they started like having like sending papers scientific papers back and forth i mean i don't know i mean do spiders love i'm not sure that's that's beyond my pay grade but i i definitely do understand the desire to see them in that way and i definitely they do have different personalities in my opinion like they act differently and there are studies that show that some jumping spiders for example are you know they're more bold and others are more afraid of things and some are more like aggressive so you know they do have personalities in some way just maybe not the way humans think of personalities besides a little gray um what are some of your favorite bugs um i mean i'd love to have a pet praying mantis those are so cool um they're a little bit more fragile but they and they don't live very long but they have a lot of great personality some other people keep silkworms in their Wait, like, what's great about the praying mantis's personality? Well, you know, like kind of chill, but also like, you know, kind of dangerous, sly. I guess. Yeah, yeah, they seem sly. Yeah, like I you know, they're they're known for the fact that the females eat the males mm-hmm. when they're mating and I don't know, they're kind of a little bit aggressive and you know, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Praying mantises don't give a fuck. Is it true that they just lean their head right back after fucking and bite the other one's head off? I don't know. I've never seen it. Um, Well, you should definitely orchestrate that with your praying mantis. Is yours a female or male praying mantis? Well, I don't have one. I just follow some communities. Oh, you want one. You want one. Yeah, I definitely want one. Yeah, I I think you should get one and report back, please. Yeah. I mean, some spiders also, the female eats the male as well. I mean, it just depends on their mood that day, I guess, if they're hungry or not. Whoa. That's hilarious. Um, You were going to say silkworms, too? Yeah, silkworms and silkworm moths. They're very fluffy, and they don't live very long, but they're really cute. They can't fly either, because they're actually the only truly domesticated insect in the world, I believe. Wow. Because humans have bred them for so long that they have lost the ability to fly or live in the wild. Wow. So Wait, really? Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's really interesting. So this is a dumb question, but where do they live? People just farm them and okay. you can buy them online. But they don't exist in the wild anymore. Yeah. I mean, the domestic ones are quite different from the wild ones. Like the wild ones, if they hatch, they would fly away. But the domestic ones, they can't fly. So. Oh, so it's like a different out. breed that has evolved. Yeah, basically. Wow. It's like there's no wild chickens, to my knowledge. Like, you don't find chickens in the forest. They just live. They're just bred for food really? and eggs. Yeah. No such thing as, I mean, millions, hundreds of thousands of years ago, maybe, but not today. I think it's the same analogy. Are you uh, sure? Yeah, pretty sure. Have you ever seen a picture of a wild chicken? Like, does that even make sense? We've been living in New York. <laughs> 
Where are you going to see a wild chicken? I've seen pigeons. <laughs> They're wild. Yeah, I've seen chickens on the farm, but that's a farm. That's They're being farm. kept. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't help. I'm sure I've never seen a wild chicken. Yeah. Anyway. But I, I've seen wild turkeys, so. Sure. Yep. I like wild turkey. I bet there are wild chickens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know turkey. about chickens. We have, to, <laughs> I we have to go somewhere. There are no more wild cows anymore. Those went extinct. Sure. Wow. Man, we're just fucking with everything. Yeah, we are. All right, let's bring it back to the Facebook page. What are some other debates that have gone down in the Facebook group? Um, like whether or not you should um, capture spiders from the wild and keep them as pets. That's a really heated debate. What are the thoughts around that? Well, there's this one animal rescue lady who's like, you should never take animals from the wild. Um, but then most people do because, I mean. Because that's just- how you get them? Yeah, spiders get into people's houses. There's a few people who like breed them and you can buy them online, but I don't know if that's even really better because then you're shipping spiders across state lines. That might be bad for like if they got out, they could be part of the wild population, which would have some ecological effects, maybe. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I just, I'm not sure about the whole spider rights kind of thing, especially <laughs> since, you know, like we eat food that. They use like pesticides on the food. So like just eating food, you're probably killing more spiders and taking one random spider and keeping it as a pet and feeding it, you know, is not that much of an impact. Huh. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. We're killing bugs all the time. Yeah, just existing. Yeah, it's funny the like weird boundaries that we create. And then what people get self-righteous about, even though we're killing them left and right. Right. Yeah, I mean... Animal things are just like, on any Facebook group, they can get really heated with pets. And I was hoping this Facebook group would not get like that, like the dog and cat ones I see where people are really going after each other. Is it just as heated or no? No, I think we're mostly pretty good. I mean, I see all kinds of arguments on Facebook about cats and dogs and dog rescue and whatever. So um, most spider people are okay, I think. We read somewhere, uh, I, I think it was in your article about bug fights. Can you tell us what that is? And oh, what that are sounded pe- sad. Yeah, what are people posting about that? Uh, yeah, I had to ban someone once about that. Um, so there are, like, if you go on YouTube, there are people who post these, like, bug fights, like the hover praying mantis versus a spider. And technically, they're, I don't think they're illegal because there's no animal protection laws that are for uh, invertebrates like spiders or so, um, but I do not allow those on the group. Um, there also, also is like a community like um, in Asia and Singapore, they fight jumping spiders, but they don't fight to the death like these awful YouTube videos. They just, you know, it's males that are posturing and like trying to scare each other off. So I've, I've watched a couple of those and they seem fine. So they just keep circling each other forever? Yeah, and, until one gets scared and one runs away. It's actually, like, hilarious because <laughs> the male jumping spiders, they look like they have, like, these really kind of muscular arms, and they're sort of waving them at each other. And they got a lot of arms. <laughs> yeah, they have a lot of arms, so it's very funny. <laughs> so can you tell us some amazing spider fun facts? Yeah, um, like, they did some weird research, like, last year because this one woman, I believe she's, like, um... She does astronomy and she was noticing all these spiders in her office and she was kind of like, oh, how do these spiders get in my office? But then she started get, getting curious about them and she was like, I wonder if spiders can see the moon. And she like did some calculations and worked with some entomologists and they realized that jumping spiders in particular have really good eyesight. They can see the moon. And that's, I don't know what? why anyone would need to know that, but... Now we know it. No, there is a reason to know it. I totally forgot. My friend's husband, for a long time, I think as part of his PhD program, 
He was studying spiders' eyes to help find cures for blindness in humans. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And it also has like some applications in robotics too because, um, you know, designing sensors for visual things. And jumping spiders are really amazing because for an animal that tiny, there's no animal that tiny that has such good eyesight. So its eyes are just like amazing. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Okay. What else? What other spider fun facts? Let's see. Uh, they can train some spiders to solve some puzzles, like uh, going through a maze to find food. So that's pretty exciting. Um, they also have trained some spiders to jump from one platform to another so that they can study the way the jumping motion works and maybe design robots that jump kind of like jumping spiders. Oh, wow. That's really cool. So do you have... Um... Do people come to your Facebook group for a variety of reasons? Like, is it just people who think bugs are cool? Or are they? Are there some of these people studying them for robotics? Like, do they chime in on the group? Not in my group, but in the main one, there's a more wide variety of people, especially like uh, scientists who study spiders. Cool. And you had also mentioned the group is called um, Pets and Husbandry. Yeah. So does that have to do with breeding? Yeah, breeding them, okay. It's um, some people do that, whether it's for scientific experiments or it's just for fun. Gotcha. Sorry. I just... <laughs> I do, do you do that? I did, but um, I, it was a lot of work, actually. I mean, baby spiders are really tiny, and a lot of them, um, spiders, by, they kind of breed like rabbits. Like, they have a lot of offspring because a lot of them don't survive. They're really tiny and fragile and keeping them alive is kind of difficult. Like I have to buy like special fruit flies, you know, the way they grow is through molting, which is shedding their skin. And some of them have bad molts and you, you can try to help them, but a lot of times they die molting and it's really sad. So I haven't been breeding them lately. How many spider babies, how many babies might they have? Oh, like anywhere from 20 to like 200. <gasps> And you would do this in a controlled environment, obviously, like oh, somewhere yeah. in your home. Yeah. But I can't say, I mean, so friends who stayed with me are like, oh, do your spiders ever escape? And sometimes I say that they do not, but that's not true. I, I Especially with the baby spiders, I had escapees and like it was really hard to find them. So you tell your friends that they don't escape because your friends are like, so you're just your little spider habit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, well, to be honest, nobody has been staying with me since I got spiders. So whatever I tell them, it's not working. It's a good way if you don't want, if you hate it when your friends come to town um, and they're always like, they always want to stay at your place, you can just get rid of them by having a pet spider. Man, I feel that way about snakes. How does that work yeah. for dating? <laughs> like you're dating a dude or whatever you like, and then he comes back and you're like, just don't worry about it. I have a spider collection. Some, uh, I dated, like I met my boyfriend after I had pet spiders. So I, I was dating and having pet spiders at the same time. And a lot of guys, I have to say, did not like it very much. <laughs> oh, I no. think it's a good way to, to, to weed, weed out. Yeah, where you let them know, here's my, my weird ass hobby. Are you down? And if they're down, then you've just cut through a lot of crap. Really. I like introducing your date to a praying mantis saying did you know did you yeah you have did to you get know that praying after sex fact. yeah so uh, they let's go to murder dinner. their partner yeah. yeah yeah i started being pretty open about it because like i figured if they looked me up on the internet they'd find out so you know might as well get it out of the way 
Yeah, it's better to hear it from you than from the internet. That's a yeah. problem I have with online dating as well. <laughs> dating in general. I'm a little too Googleable for a wide variety of things. Oh, agreed. So am I. But you called yourself a spider farmer. What does that mean? Well, that was just um, like I, I created a business as a joke, a spider farm, back when I was breeding them more. But now that I don't breed them as much, I maybe cannot qualify as a farm. But maybe in the future, I'll start farming them more. Oh, Get that what's farm the name for a tiny, tiny farm? A farmette. A farm, yeah. And some people, oh gosh, I, I didn't mention the ant farm people. Those people are just way different from the spider people because they're less, they're more like engineer kind of people and less sentimental. The ant farm people are, the things they build, they build these like amazing ant farms. They spend like thousands oh, and thousands of dollars. And some of them have dangerous ants, like terrifying ants. Like if they got out, they would eat your foot or whatever. I mean, I'm not oh, really no. afraid of many bugs, but I'm afraid of those ants. So I don't understand those people. Wait, so have there been stories uh, among these Facebook groups where like, yo, this guy's ant farm fell apart and his foot got eaten? No, but this guy, he was How about his say, brain? Like it was like, oh, he, they crawled into his brain while he was sleeping and they ate his brain. Did that happen? <laughs> no, but there's this one guy who was raising fire ants in an ant farm. And I'm from the South, so I've gotten bitten by fire ants and I am not a fan of fire ants. I, that, they're scary. And he was like, oh, I was noticing they were trying to escape. You know, they were like trying to build this escape route through the ant farm. And I was like, holy hell, I would not want that in my house. It's also interesting that they know that they they can formulate their they're hatching an escape plan. They're like, yeah, we got to get out. We got to break out of this farm. That's <laughs> yeah. terrible. Yeah, I draw the line at those. I mean, everyone has a line somewhere. And the, the animals I fear, the bugs at least, are fire ants and ticks. Yeah, so you don't like the bugs that could harm Hurt you. Us. That's fair. Yeah, but spiders, people are afraid of them, even though um, the, the truth about spiders is a lot of um, things get misdiagnosed as spider bites, like things that are just like a staph infection. Doctors will say, oh, that's a spider bite, but there's no evidence that spiders actually cause that bite. It's a staph infection? Yeah. It's that can common. look like a bite? Yeah. Huh. I wish that upon none of us. I know, me too. Oh um, my gosh. Well, there's been a ton of viral videos and viral news about bugs crawling in people's ears. Uh, I realize uh, a lot of this probably isn't true. Allie just completely seized up I mean, I brought it corner. up a minute ago. <laughs> um, oh my God, it's like the bane of my existence. Like, does it ever happen though? Like, have you ever heard of this actually happening? Or are these all sensational? Or most of them made up? What do you think? I don't know. So the main one of the main moderation problems I have in the group is people posting a video of a jumping spider in someone's ear it goes viral like every couple of months and i, I ban those people because i hate that video so much <laughs> maybe it's harsh but um, wait why do you hate that video it's is it real though i don't know like if the spider looks it, like why would the spider go in someone's ear the spiders aren't that dumb but you know um and the spider just looks the people look pretty chill about it too like and I wonder if they put the spider in that person's ear. I, it's hard to find anything about it besides uh, that it's a sensationalist video. Um, the idea of little spider legs in my ear is terrible. Thank goodness yeah. I sleep with earplugs. Yeah, I, I almost want to after seeing that video. But I really don't. I think most spiders avoid people and they know. I, I don't know if they recognize people, but they know they don't want to like crawl on an animal because that's dangerous. So I really don't. I don't think it's a major danger. You think it's no. staged? I actually I, I now, think it's staged. Now that we're talking about this, I did have an experience where I was with a guy up at this farm that I go to. He was washing dishes late at night. The lights were on. There were a lot of moths and a moth went right in his ear and he could feel it inside of his oh my ear. God, no. 
but couldn't get it out. Uh, you couldn't get it out? Couldn't get it out. Eventually, at the emergency room, they were able to get it out and had died oh. by that Oh, yeah, to go to the emergency room? Yeah, but it did. I think it was a total freak accident where it just, they lined yeah. up in the wrong way and it went in. No, you, I think, I, uh, but I think that happens when you're in nature. Wait, what year, when did this happen? La- it was last year or the year before, one or two years ago. I can't ago, believe yeah. it took you so this long, long to, to tell, tell me you this story. I know, I felt so bad yeah. for him. I, I he was don't know what running I would around. do. I, I would die, I think. I, but, yeah. I mean, I think that the way that spiders could get in your ear is sometimes they have this behavior called ballooning where they disperse by like kind of sending up a net of webbing and they wait for the wind to carry you. That's how I've ended up with a spider in my hair before is one was ballooning and it ended up in my hair. Well, wait, so they pop some web out and wait to be carried away by the wind? Yeah. That's badass. That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, if I just like put on a parachute and just waited to be carried away. Yeah. I like that. Although ballooning on this podcast is something very different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So something else I find amusing about this Facebook page is that spiders and bugs are very divisive, right? Because you've got the lovers and then the rest of the world is like, get these out of my life. So I think you wrote that you have a lot of people that show up on the page because they're like, what is this and how do I get rid of it? Is that true? Yeah. And those people usually... Oh man, some of those people, they'll post a picture of like a dead spider and they'll be like, what kind of spider is this? And those people get attacked because the spider lovers are like, oh no, how dare you? We yeah. want you to have a funeral for this immediately and also call the police and turn yourself in. Oh. <laughs> man, Murderer. these bug lovers. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's funny that also that people are using Facebook for answers like that. That someone has a spider in their house and they're like, no. What do I do? I should go see if there's a spider group on Facebook and ask them. And like that's the that. wrong approach because then those people will be like, you guys should offer that spider a room of its own and make sure to give it dinner every day and sign a lease so that it has rights to your home. Oh my God. No, that's my worst nightmare. I'm going to have dreams tonight about giant spiders signing and I'm going to tell them to get out. And they're going to be like, no, I signed a lease. <laughs> We're roommates now. I signed a lease. I live here. I live here with you. It's, Six months. It's horrible. I signed a lease. Was that <laughs> the old timey voice? It well, came back. Spider. I don't know. I signed a lease. I'm a spider and I signed a lease. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I think I got one one last question. All right. Do, Jen, do you have any others? Because I have one. I feel like you're brimming uh, yeah. with this question. I, I wanted to know if you, um, so there's Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man already exists. Uh, if you could be any bug superhero. Who would you be? Can she make it up? Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, no, I'm asking for the real answer, Jen. <laughs> well, I, I actually would be a house centipede because those are, those are more hated than spiders, but they're actually like, I, I think they're like scarier than spiders and, and like they have like a lot of legs and fangs and they have really good eyesight. So, I mean, the only problem with being that is that people hate them. Okay, but so if you were going to be like, so you said centipede? Yeah. So if you were going to be like centipede woman, like when you put when you when your centipede comes out, like you grow all these multiple limbs so you can attack and throw things because you have like forty million arms and super eyesight. Is that what happens? Yeah, and it would be so scary. I, I definitely have a list of people I would want to scare for sure. You would scare the fucking shit out of me if you showed up like me? that, looking yeah. at a woman half centipede with like four billion arms and throwing fire. Yeah. Oh, imagine if I, I could interrupt some people. Like, there's this guy in the street who sexually harasses a woman, and then centipede lady comes, and it would scare the shit out of him and probably eat him. I love I that. Love that's what you're addressing that. as centipede yes. woman, sexual harassment, feminist <laughs> nice. centipede woman. <sighs> All right. Well, we have our next project. I know. Yeah, we need to make. We're gonna that work movie. on it for you. That's our next project. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, this has been a pleasure, Melissa. Thanks for speaking with us. Yeah. Thanks for speaking with me. It was great. All right, everybody, check out Bug Facebook. Oh, 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 oh
Well, I know that that last answer can't be topped, but Jen, if you were going to be a bug superhero, what would you be? Oh, gosh. Um, I think, based on everything we've been talking about, I might be praying mantis lady. <laughs> I don't know what you would call her. Mantis the praying girl. mantis girl. Mantis yeah. Girl. The, the, I think the superhero skills in that case would be camouflage. Decapitation. Sex and murder. <laughs> sex and murder. Sounds like a Camouflage, great Camouflage, sex and murder. A wow. Yeah, why hasn't that been made? All right, how about you, Allie? What well, you I mean, I asked the question, but I didn't actually. You didn't take time to think about it. I me. feel like often you ask me something because you what have I mean. an yeah. answer. Yeah. I just asked. I don't know. If if I were to answer right now, there'd be a lot of dead space we'd have to edit out. So That's right. It's a great question. How about you, Matt? What are the, like, so let's find, like, right, what I'm, are the I'm cool bugs? I'm going to tune out while I, I think about this. All right, all right. What are, what are cool bugs? Like, because Spider-Man is cool because spiders can spin these elaborate webs and right. kind of go through the air and that becomes his power. Yeah, yeah. So like what what what's a cool bug that does a cool thing? Like camouflage is a cool power. Right. Gosh, jumping I, spiders are jumping spiders, cool. but these this is not a superpower but inchworms are really really neat. <laughs> yes, they are neat. Although I don't know that they're insects. I guess bug is a is a broader term, I think right? bug is a broader Maybe term. Maybe I would be a caterpillar mm. with my superhero being that I can morph into anything. Totally. Ooh. I like it. Catwoman <laughs> instead of Catwoman. <laughs> Ant Man is is a thing. Is yeah, that is a real superhero. That's Even true. though I don't really know it much about cool it. it, it oh, he can sound... shrink, right? He can like shrink. Right. To People love Ant Man, but I I don't really get it. Isn't there an Ant Man movie coming out? It's multiple, yeah. Ay, 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 oh my god! Ay, you guys ay, remember ay. Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Oh, what a good movie. movie. What if you were? a dog superhero and your skill is you can just be friends with everybody you just shit on the floor and you just shit on the floor and then you make everybody love you and so that's how you get all the secrets got it yes it's just like everybody loves you because you're dog man (laughs) dog man dog man man. anywho i think the moral of that story is that the moral of all of our podcasts if there's anything that you're like oh my god i have this weird thing go online because there's tens of thousands of people waiting for you and who would have thought to put it into facebook like right. you said like that's not the first place i would think to go to I, find I my people would, where i really would what i really wouldn't think is if i'm having a problem to be like oh my god there's a spider home in my home i have to figure out what it is and how to get rid of it i guess i'll go on facebook and see if there are spider groups that's not the thought process i would yeah not I for would, that as, issue. as we learned from the top of this show yeah I, I go to reddit for all my bug needs mm-hmm. right but she was saying like she was oh yeah like her instagram profile is her profile it was centered around food it's a little too she's in that niche she can't go to another niche so there are just these groups that just, exist on facebook rename her current profile since apparently she already alienated people make that her bug instagram and then re, re- and then just start a, cold, a new a new yeah instagram yeah i'm not sure i don't know how i feel about pictures of bugs bugs in action that's really cool maybe some some videos <laughs> I, don't know I mean i do think that nature is pretty cool <laughs> Uh, oh my god guys guys when i was at camp when i was little also i'm dressed like a five-year-old camper today um we had an overnight and you a, do have um mountains and mountains mm-hmm. on your on your it's own the tetons on my tatas okay. <laughs> i just made that up but no you didn't that's what's happening I, just, I literally made it up um we went on an overnight to the mountain one night it was day camp but there was one overnight and a bug crawled in somebody else's ear on that trip it was a beetle though i think 
bugs in the ears uh, are much more common than we'd like i think so too guys if you've had a bug in your ear tweet at us and let us know what that was like mouth or nose don't don't sweet that's another urban legend that like you swallow 20 bugs in your lifetime cockroaches eat your eyelashes while you're sleeping which i don't know if that's (laughs) is that something you've heard (laughs) somebody said that to me one time it's a total fabrication i mean google it but no but bugs (laughs) and animals can do crazy things i'm actually super we might have already talked about this i am super into flowers <laughs> that's your first this? date line uh, sounds familiar, i know but i yeah. know ali is always talking about fetishes and kinks i'm really into flowers they yeah. do incredible things oh yeah yeah yeah. we've talked about the little bee that gets oh my covers god himself. it's amazing that's the bee doing that work it's a no no yeah. because the flower this particular flower knows when the bee has gone inside mm. and oh, closes right. over yeah. it yeah the yep. bee freaks out and then the and then when the flower knows when the flower decides that the bee is covered in pollen it opens up and releases the yeah, bee. that's so cool i had a p- i mean it's amazing what flowers do i love them i had a proud flower moment at the farmer's market yesterday a proud flower moment a proud, fl- wow, proud, this, this proud podcast moment. took a real turn man i was like hey what kind of flower is that the guy's like it's a peony you don't know what a peony is hey. how could you not know what a pe-? he really didn't have an accent like, how could you not know what a peony, you don't is? Know peony he made me feel a little stupid he was like it's prime peony season you should know what this is and then i was like oh well, what's this flower? This is a ranunculus, isn't it? <laughs> and he was like, how did you know what a ranunculus was and you didn't know what a peony was? That's ridiculous. It was ranunculus. Ranunculus. <laughs> well, how about the thing Melissa was saying about uh, the bug fights of these videos and that so it's two bugs killing each other and people are like, up in arms about that i know and then probably and then, bite into a hamburger as they type the yeah. angry yeah, message that's you know like funny. i draw the line at vertebrates like right mammals can suffer and there's a valid argument for not killing them but like fucking bugs jellyfish worms like yeah they die a thousand billion times a minute to make them fight <laughs> well, who cares I, I think the point is not even the burger because some of those people really really might be vegan but the fact that like <laughs> right you walk outside and you you whether you mean to or not you, you step, step on, on. Bugs. but like you're gonna blow your emotional energy on like save these bugs it's like spend that oh, well, on the, the factory in farming general, yeah, the, yeah, yeah the anger that people get online right but get angry at factory farming and cows being yes. slaughtered fine i get that but yeah. like you're yelling about two i'm um, praying mantis fighting i don't know seems I mean, i'm not gonna lie that video sounds really fascinating it but it i get it because it's like the cock fights like all that kind of stuff yeah where right. it's like why Dog are, fights. you know this how Which many bugs do you think we step on every day? Four million seventy-two. Every How many day. people are we every talking day. about? Every day. Like, as a planet? Uh, who's we? Who's we? Because yeah, I never exactly. leave the house. I don't go outside. Oh, I would say like the average. Well, hmm. yeah, good question, Matt. <laughs> the average New Yorker. I don't know. <laughs> what well, are we talking about? <laughs> the average New Yorker kills a ton of bugs because once again, they're living in their homes. Mm. Oh, God. But on the streets, like it's pavement, so like there's a roach will swing by. But I don't know that there's a, there's not, not a lot, lot of bugs. gonna swing by. Bugs, I think to just, just walk around. on. Like I, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, on that note, um, tweet us all your bug fantasies, bug stories, bug fan fiction, things that bug you. You know, well, tell us your bug superhero. Oh, tell us your bug what kind superhero. of bug superhero you are. You know, yeah. my my Twitter. You can tweet me at Allie Gold A L L I G O L D. Oh, guess what? You can tweet me at June Bugger. 
Makes sense, God, guys. We've been waiting for years for that I name know. to make any sense. You can email us at 2g1podcast at gmail.com. You can also call us on the telephone and leave us a message. That number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. So old school. I love when we get voicemails, though. I, I love, love it. Call us on the telephone. You can also chat with us in our Discord chat room. Uh, you can't find it if you Google it, so you need this link. It is discord.gg slash 2g1p you can also contribute to our patreon that's patreon.com slash 2g1p uh you contribute and then it recurs monthly it's extremely helpful uh also keep listening because matt just told me last week that apparently there are outtakes at the end of every episode i've never heard them yeah i hope you guys (laughs) hope you listeners know i don't listen till the very very end myself yeah we don't know what bloopers are out there but apparently keep listening yeah. alright guys don't stop don't stop listening don't tell stop your friends. believing tell your friends. don't stop believing <laughs> yeah if, if everyone who enjoys this show tells one single friend family member throw it on Facebook that is helpful or if you want to go online to your um your community I did little air quotes again mm-hmm. that you know share it there maybe they'll like it yeah it's the best way to spread a podcast mm-hmm. friend friend to friend Bye, guys. <laughs> Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg and shoved inside a bottle of bees. I mean, edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Additional editing for this episode by Logan Yuri. Production assistance is provided by thepodglomerate.com. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. If you enjoyed this digital audio program, why not bug? a friend about it. Email them a link three to four times a day until they begrudgingly listen. Or mark as spam. Either way, it's free publicity for us. I mean, you're really helping the show. Speaking of helping the show, consider skipping one cup of coffee every month and putting those dollars toward a monthly Patreon membership. Even one or two dollars a month helps to offset our production costs and help make this show great again. Visit patreon.com slash 2G1P to learn about the sweet, sweet perks you can get for your contribution. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free TuneIn app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls, One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait, what's the catch? There's no catch. TuneIn lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else. Absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit. I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe. Honeybee!